Lots of channels, nothing to watch, especially if you're searching for the truth. It's time to interrupt your regularly scheduled programs with something actually worth watching. Salem News Channel, straightforward, unfiltered, with in-depth insight and analysis from the greatest collection of conservative minds like Hugh Hewitt, Mike Gallagher, Sebastian Gorka, and more. Find truth. Watch 24-7 on SNC.TV and on Local Now, Channel 525. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merck, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now, with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government with a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other. He's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. Veterans Day, even though it doesn't feel like it, because there is a war criminal, draft-dodging political whore pretending to be president, along with his administration of freaks, doesn't feel like America, I get it. We have socialism and Marxism and communism and Sovietism. Doesn't feel like Veterans Day anymore, but there's still a lot of us who understand why those boys killed, were killed and killed. Why those boys changed the course of their entire lives and the trajectory of America. Because they were patriots. They are patriots. The problem is we've allowed them to be controlled by saboteurs, by traitors. And right now in Africa, we've got thousands and, you know, who knows how many How many atrocities are going on? We really don't know. We have a general idea. But yet it's always the scum like Joe Biden and the scum Democrats who get to wave the flag. And those are the ones who blindfold patriots, the cowards and the corrupt. They blindfold them with the flags and they send them on missions to enrich themselves like Joe Biden in his $6,000 suit and his scumbag short-in-the-pants brother, $1.5 billion housing contract Iraq. That still bothers me really bothers me. It almost bothers me as much as the other nonsense that goes on as they're blowing up the entire earth, pretending to care about the earth right now as they steal trillions of dollars from the American people and implement fascism and implement all of the things that our boys were told they were fighting. You can go down the list from the recent wars that mean nothing, meant nothing. No one can tell me what they accomplished to the wars and atrocities of the 60s and the 50s. You can even go to World War II. Even go to World War II. What the hell were we fighting? We got it right here. We got the Fourth Reich now. We got the Soviets. We got the communists. But that doesn't mean it should take away from the intent of the warrior. Those rare few who believe in those principles. I'm not talking about the scum, by the way. Who were avoiding prison, the welfare roaches, the cowards who went in. No, 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 no. I divide them. They don't get to all pretend to be warriors, not even on Veterans Day. I'm talking about the very few real warriors. Now, I'm not going to play the feeble pig pretending this, to know what today is. Here's 1918. Shut up when your mother was riding in a covered wagon. In the meantime, I'm going to play a hundred year old veteran. One hundred years old, who summed up my intent better than I could. And people don't realize what they have. They your body. 
And then nowadays, I am so upset that the things we did and the things we fought for and the boys that died for it, it's all gone down the drain. Our country's gone to hell in a handbasket. We haven't got the country we had when I was raised. Not at all. Nobody will have the fun I had. Nobody will have the opportunity I had. It's just not the same. That's not what I want. That's not what they died for. What he's trying to wrap his head around is that the traitor to American principles is the president. The traitor is the Democrat Party that is preaching totalitarianism, collectivism, Marxism, and fascism. That's what he can't wrap his mind around. The good news is he's 100 years old. He was here when it was the best. He fought for all the right reasons. He did all the right things. And while he was doing that, like most honest good men were working, building a life, the principles were undermined by the scum that is the Democrat mafia. And as you know, the glaciers are melting before your very eye. It, you know, it's been bad. The thermal management of the planet, so the acidification of the ocean, the cannibalizing of the animals, every aspect of this right there in Alaska. And the indigenous people there. T- brilliant, you political whore worth half a billion dollars. You're brilliant. And all that chaos of climate change, yet you've somehow managed to amass a fortune of at least $500 million. And let's get on with the other pig pretending to be, gov- pretending to be president. John, your commitment, your passion, your diplomatic expertise has been absolutely critical, absolutely critical to delivering incredible progress on climate issues over the past two years. And I thank you, pal. Thank you for being my friend. And the oligarchs celebrate and they hold hands like they achieved something, they achieved nothing. And at the same time, the bombings, the mayhem, the corruption, all goes unnoticed, uncared about. So am I supposed to pay attention to Joe Biden and his lies, the Democrat mafia and their promises of utopia? Or am I supposed to take the position of all of those men who went to fight this kind of corruption, totalitarianism? Now, by the way, the election results, prepare yourself. These thieving Rat bastards are stealing it the further it goes on. And the way we can audit it, don't worry about it. Rolling dice with Big Jilly. I remember where the dots are. You lost. It's just this close. But there's something to remember in all of this turmoil. 75% of your fellow Americans were disgusted with the economy. 75%. Consumer confidence has never been lower. Inflation has never been higher. And they're telling you that you lost this race because young people want to kill their babies and they want to skip out on their college debt. Now, that's plausible deniability. And we still have this third world system where we cannot audit it. And we're just going to have to listen to the most proven pathological liars among us, the government. But when we're going to listen to them, let's listen to them with a little fun. Let's have a little fun. With these dementia morons. Whether it's Nancy, I can't feel my face, Pelosi. Get one more facelift. I dare you. Get one more. Or this dimwit in diapers soiling himself in front of the world and embarrassing each and every one of us. At this gathering, we must renew and raise our climate ambitions. The United States is acting. Everyone has to act. It's a duty and responsibility of global leadership. 
You understand what's going on here, kid? They're going to weaponize ESG. They're going to hand it over to the Department of Justice, the IRS. They're going to go after every honest capitalist, every honest man. And they're going to knuckle them under, just like they do in Chicago, Illinois. How you doing? We're making our power grid better able to transmit clean energy, expanding public transit and rail to support clean electric, clean electric electricity that our significant climate investment will, quote, help turbocharge the emerge, the energy, the, excuse me, tur- turbocharge the emerging global clean energy, clean energy economy. Oh, I was reading their quote. Sorry. <laughs> That's OK. Everyone knows you're oh, a freaking idiot. Everybody knows what you are. Look at Biden. I mean, the, the man is suffering from dementia. End of freaking story. Everyone can see it. Elephant in the living room. You- Doesn't matter because these oligarchs and the World Economic Forum and the profiteers of corrupt policies, these whores are all cashing in. Going to be a big year for them. Not for you, but for them it's going to be huge. In the meantime, what are some of the other punchlines of this comedy show? John, your commitment, your passion, your diplomatic I can't get enough of that. Against this backdrop, it's more urgent than ever that we double down on our climate commitments. Russia's war only enhances the urgency of the need to transition the world off its dependence on fossil fuels. How does that work? Does anybody want to think that out, or are we just going to watch Xi Ping? Just put up the hammer and sickle behind this piece of garbage, and let's get on with it already. But to pretend that this is American policy is like asking advice from the son of a Marxist, the one who can sashay into a room like no other. How do you run for office and do so to a public that is losing its faith in the legitimacy or at least the efficacy of their vote? One of the most important principles in democracy is that when you lose, you accept the outcome. And I've- hey, side saddle. Hey, you side saddle, Sally. Your father, his name is Joseph Budigig, for anybody who wants to look it up. He is a Marxist piece of dung that all these veterans today went and fought in foreign lands. And then he raised little Pete Budigig. Now, he raised him, apparently in culottes. He raised him. He grew up. He's the transportation secretary who can't change a freaking tire. Now you're going to give me advice on a rigged election? You see, because here's the deal. None of these races have any legitimacy. Let's go to Colorado. Returning to that close race for Colorado's 3rd Congressional District. Votes counted today put Republican Congresswoman Lauren Boebert in the lead by about 1,100 votes. Nine News reporter Mark Salinger is on the Western Slope talking with voters about a race that now has America's attention. The people of Colorado's 3rd Congressional District are still waiting to find out who will represent them in Congress. It's a district that heavily favors Republicans. Doesn't matter, baby. It doesn't matter. Consumer confidence, 40-year low. For the last few months, consumer confidence had been slowly improving. What happened? Well, Boris and Deanna, the problem is that consumers are feeling this painful one-two punch, right? First, you have the high cost of living. People are feeling inflation at the gas station, the grocery store, when they go shopping for the holidays. And then they're also getting squeezed by this spike in borrowing costs. But obviously, they want their costs to go up so they vote for the mafia, right? The guy who tells you what he's going to do, he's going to follow the path of Germany. In three controlled explosions, a former coal-fired power station in Germany has been partially destroyed. Right? Let's not forget the nuclear, it's like the in Illinois. Era. 
as Germany's nuclear phase-out enters its penultimate phase. Three new- and then what's the answer? What's the answer three Nuclear years Power ago? plants will be taken off the grid Take them on off December the grid. 31st. It's all very green. Symbolically, one of them is the Brockdorf nuclear... Yeah, the Brockdorf. Germany's parliament on Friday agreed to reactivate retired coal power plants to generate electricity. That's the part I want you to focus on. No matter what they do to us, it's going to be costly, it's going to be painful. Your freedoms and your liberty, your Americanism, will never be smaller. We're going to go through two years of hell. Hell. Because they're going to steal the house. They're going to steal the Senate. I have no confidence at all in this system, none whatsoever. It is a rigged game, and you know that when Oregon... Here. I'm excited to stand before you today as the governor-elect of the great state of Oregon. She was losing. Losing the whole time. How'd you win? Oh, there's a Democrat in charge. Oh, yeah. The Associated Press has called Oregon's governor's race for Tina Kotek, who will replace outgoing Governor Kate Brown. It was a tight race between Kotek and Republican candidate Christine Drazen, who has still not conceded. Missed it by that much. You're sure you were in the lead till we figured out how many votes we had the fraud. That's exactly what happened. But let's not get too down. It's Veterans Day. Let's focus on the positive. And if we're going to focus on the positive... I promise you, when it comes to celebrating American principles and America itself, I will never play that short-in-the-pants Irish gypsy with dementia. Never! You'll never hear him on this show, because he's not the president to me. He's a usurper-in-chief. He's a traitor. He's owned and operated by enemies, both foreign and domestic, who profit from his policies. So we're going to go back to a good time, when veterans could be proud, when the country had principles. We celebrate... Veterans Day on the anniversary of the armistice that ended World War I, the armistice that began on the 11th hour of the 11th day of the 11th month. The timing of this holiday is quite deliberate in terms of historical fact, but somehow it always seems quite fitting to me that this day comes deep in autumn when the colors are muted and the days seem to invite contemplation. We are gathered at the National Cemetery, which provides a final resting place for the heroes who have defended our country since the Civil War. This amphitheater, this place for speeches, is more central to the cemetery than at first might seem apparent. For all we can ever do for our heroes is remember them and remember what they did, and memories are transmitted through words. Happy Veterans Day to all the veterans that deserve it. And to those that have worked to sabotage the American principles in the government. Cross the street when you see me, scumbag. 312-642-5600. He's Sean Thompson. Hello, Mr. Thompson. And this is the Sean Thompson Show on AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. It's amazing. Nice, nice pull, Ken. Nice pull. It's amazing to me. We are at active hotspots. The Horn of Africa. By the way, you're right there. Want to check and see how you did in Libya? Syria, Somalia, Yemen. We're, we now know that, that we're in uh, uh, Haiti. We're, we're fighting in Haiti right now. How many places over the world? When Joe Biden was the vice president, this is not a, not a conservative outlet. That, figured, that found out that 87% of the drone attacks killed innocent people in the Middle East. And he's, there's not a word of that on the news. Not a word. 
It's all about Trump and DeSantis. It's all about, ooh, the races are tightening, the Republicans are down. Not one curious nature, not one perspective from these fat-ass Marxist Pravda pretending to be media. Each and every one of these dimwits. It's Veterans Day. You don't focus on any wars going on right now? Nothing. Not to mention the 13 that were killed in Afghanistan as a direct result of this dementia patient. Sickening. Sickening. Jim, Knoxville, Tennessee. Hello? Hi, Jim. Hi. Hey, is this Sean? It's me. Oh, wow. Hey, uh... No, I just wanted to call and say thanks for such a wonderful program. I listen every day. Oh, it means the world to me. Knoxville, Tennessee, you get to listen. You're in a little better atmosphere than the average listener, so stop showing off, Jim. In the meantime, I understand you're a veteran yourself. Yeah, I moved from uh, Elgin, Illinois, just outside of Chicago. Now you're really We just moved this year. Good for you. How do you like it? How do you like it? Uh, Oh, it's awesome. They got... uh, there's there's no uh, state income tax, yeah. uh, property taxes super super low, um, and it's the little things like your license plate sticker and around. You don't get shaken down. You don't have to deal with these fat union guidos when work's done. I tell you what, everybody should experience it. I'm very glad. Now, what branch of the military were you in? Uh, Marine Corps. You know, yesterday was the first day in my whole life that I didn't talk to my father on the Marine Corps birthday used to call me up. You know, you guys like to get pickled. Are you hungover this morning? He got pickled every Marine Corps oh, no. birthday. And he'd sing happy <laughs> birthday to the Marine Corps to me. So, uh, yeah, I'm very familiar with it. Well, listen, Semper Fi, thank you for everything, Sem- Jim. Thank Semper you for Fi, brother. I appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah, yesterday was bothersome to me. That was the first day that I didn't uh, get that call. Uh, Mitchell displays. You know, Sean, when you think about Veterans Day, you know, these soldiers, you know, were representing something that was, uh, these were decisions made by our government. And by Vietnam, you had the Gulf and Tonkin Resolution, which was a ruse. A ruse. Okay? It, it was a total ruse. It was a made-up fictional tale to get us into uh, Indochina. Now, yeah. after, you know, the war was obviously World War II, we only go into World War II. We came into World War II late. Um, FDR knew what was going on. Well, but, Prescott you know, Bush was the banker of the Nazis. Prescott Bush was right. the financier of the Nazis. That's right. That's right. Jagger Hoover got him and shut down his bank because he was training during the cause of wartime. That's yeah. exactly what happened. Yeah, and by the way, these conventional wars are basically, uh, they've gone by uh, the wayside. This is all CIA operatives that go into all, the, into all these different countries after the French. Mitchell, you know, obviously I got the, a uh, clip for you, kid. Did you ever hear of Frank Snap? Yes. 1983, I got the clip. I'm going to play it later in yes. the show. You're right. Exactly right. And by the way, Go ahead. And the church committee, when the church committee basically came out that we went into basically, uh, you know, all the like, clandestine affairs and obviously Cuba and Chile and, you know, all these other places, the Congo. Why do you think LBJ says that when Kenny gets assassinated, he says that was because it was divine retribution. Do you hear what I'm saying here, Daddy-O? Yeah, I hear you. That's why that's why all I right. like that's what I loved, loved about Trump. Not since Kennedy did he throw such a such a wrench in the military industrial complex. Thank you, Mitchell. Appreciate that very much. And you know, when it comes to Vietnam, it's an interesting. It's the most obvious corrupt war 
that you can point to and examine some of the, the more recent ones. But that one in particular is unbelievably corrupt. You blindfolded a nation with a lie. The whole fracking thing was a lie. And to this day, who rules Vietnam? The Democrat Socialists. Who rules Washington, D.C.? The Democrat Socialists. The course of this country changed forever on a lie. So war profiteers could dress in $6,000 suits and soil themselves like this dimwit. Five deferment draft dodging pig, short in the pants Irishman, who gives a rip what this piece of garbage has to say. Uh, Teresa, Gold Coast. Hi, Sean. I wanted to thank all the veterans. Uh, I just wanted to say that, you know, both my dad and my uncle, they've passed away since, but they served. And I remember sitting with my dad and I wanted to ask him about his service, what it was like for him uh, to be on the front lines. Uh, to witness things, you know, his experience. I couldn't believe the things he w- he was telling me. And I just, I was like in shock. I didn't know what to say. Yeah. And all I could think of is like, this is my dad. You know, and that's this why is you should be dad. proud. You should be so proud today because your father not only did what yeah. he had to do for his country, but he did it yep. by killing socialists. Thank you very much. 312 642 5600. He believes in freedom, capitalism, and individual liberty. And because of that, he's become an enemy of the state. He's Sean Thompson, and this is The Sean Thompson Show on AM560, The Answer. Hi. AM560, The Answer. ESGs will be used as weapons against any non-Marxist company. Non-donor. We have devolved into a banana republic. So forgive me if I don't rah-rah. But I will always understand and respect those good warriors that went abroad to kill Marxists and communists and socialists and collectivists from third world corrupt banana republics. That's why when that hundred-year-old man cries... As he understands everything he fought for didn't mean anything. We got it right here. At least I take comfort in knowing how much longer does he have to watch it. It's the same comfort I take when I see these 80-year-old profiteers of war and corruption pretend to celebrate climate change, the greatest threat of all. The greatest threat of all is the American Democrat Mafia. So today, I'd like to share with you how the United States is meeting the climate crisis with urgency and with determination to ensure a cleaner, safer, and healthier planet for all of us. Clap now for this decrepit fossil. From my first days in office, my administration has led with a bold agenda to address the climate crisis and increase energy security at home and around the world. That's, that's why it costs double. He's increased it. It's security. You know, only a Democrat scumbag who wants something for nothing could tolerate this. We immediately rejoined the Paris Agreement. We convened major climate summits and reestablished... I apologize you ever pulled out of the agreement. Don't apologize, scum whore. For a brief respite, we figured out what the real problem was. That political whores like you and that 
wretched scoundrel Pelosi and her stinky hammered husband have corrupted not just our economy, but our policies, whore. Now resume your prostitution, scallywag. Rich, Indian Head Park. Hi, Sean. How you doing tonight? I'm all right. What I I'm aging better than, not, than Biden, that's for sure. What I wanted to say is I'm not a, a hundred-year-old veteran, but I did serve uh, for six years as a drill sergeant in the in the uh, late '60s. And what I want to do is I want to thank all of the veterans for the service, especially the the veterans and their families who gave the ultimate so that we can enjoy the freedoms we have today. I just want to thank them again. I want to thank you. That's what I'd like to say. Thank you very much. I grew up with a Marine. I grew up in boot camp. Thank you very much. (laughs) I appreciate it. Uh, Craig, Mount Greenwood. Hey, Sean, thanks for taking my call, and thanks for uh, your uh, program, giving honor to these uh, people that that you're going to the service. My father served, my son served, and everything, and my, uh, you know, uh, others in my family. But the thing is, is these these guys that would go off to distant lands and basically risk their lives, it was for the uh, to make America great and powerful and give us those lives that we, you were talking about, like when that fellow, like a hundred years ago, what it was like and how, the freedom. But the thing is, is they they did it for for us. They did it for the American people, and now we got these this mafia that is like a Stealing it all, stealing the power. It's it's the fighting men, all these military people that went and fought and and, and, and gave us all, gave the United States all this power. And for the sake of power, this political party is destroying it all, burning it all up, tearing it all up. And this thing, no wonder these uh, veterans and everything are all like, uh, yeah, they're disgusted. And by the way, I I didn't want to remind anybody. They also have been targeted from the Biden DOJ as the greatest threat to this country are the ex-military veterans who are disenfranchised with the idea that their government has been stolen by the same corruption they've been sent to kill people and die for. That's that. That's, oh, that's unbelievable. What, d- yeah, thank you. It's outrageous, and that's what you get when you elect Democrats. But I don't think we do elect them anymore. In fact, I think after these midterms, it's very fair to say, they're selected, not elected. Not a, not, I, I, I don't believe one election has integrity. Not a one. Roger on the south side. Hello, my friend. Happy Veterans Day, and uh, thanks to your father. I had a Thank grandfather you. that fought in uh, World War Two. I had an uncle oh. Mikey. I had an uncle Mikey, Raj. He he used to every year. He never drank except mm-hmm. on on VJ Day. He'd lay out all the SS uniforms. He had four of them. And he'd tell me, <laughs> find a hole. And I'd say, I can't, Uncle Mike. I can't find a hole because I shot him in the face. He'd tell me. I love that son of a gun. And then he would tell me I got 50 cousins that are French. Go ahead. Yeah. So it leads me at Veterans Day to believe, like to, a couple hours ago, I heard, you know, that Arizona, they're, they still haven't counted 350,000 ballots. And they don't, <laughs> and they're not giving anybody any answers. And, and they don't have to. With that said, and then you see, I'm in a complete agreement about how. It's like El Salvador. I, they're going right. to tell you, I mean, oh, this guy won. Oh, okay. All right. Exactly. And accept it. Accept it, too, and be happy about it. And if you're not happy about it, we're going to come after you. Yeah. Oh, they're coming after you anyway, Uh, especially now. When they get the house, those 87,000 Gestapo, 
they're, you think they're going to you think they're going to audit anybody that was attached to the to the fact that this administration is bought for by the Chinese Communist Party? You think if you're in the it's like being in the in Chicago and being a Democrat union thug. You're as cushy and safe as you could be. You could park anywhere, leave the keys in the car. You go to Tavern on Rush, tours are on your arm like you're Eddie Burke. It's wonderful. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But the uh, it, it really comes back to, in my opinion, going back to the 60s, the fact of what they've done here is, behind all of this, is the demasculization of, of the United States. Come on, what are you talking about? You've got an admiral in a skirt that's a man. That's not demasculation. She's very manly. (laughs) you got Lori Lightfoot. Who's more manly than her? That's the best man this city's ever had as a mayor. She's twice the man Daly was. Even more than uh, Anton Cermak? (laughs) Yeah, well, Cermak was in a class by his own. He didn't score half the chicks Lori Lightfoot did. Did you ever think about that? Can you imagine if they made heterosexual women conquests like an asset the way they do lesbians and homosexuals? I'd be running the world. Thank you very much, Roger. Don't tie. Hopefully, my wife's not listening. Lee, Southside. Hi, Lee. All right, we're going to put. Hey, Sean. Sorry about that. I thought you said another name. No. Hey, uh, I wanted to say uh, thanks to your dad. As Barack Obama would say, I was a corpsman. In the Navy, not a corpsman. <laughs> I was a corpsman. Yeah. Um, luckily, none of the corpses I saw were Marines. So, um, thanks a lot for what you do. I appreciate oh. it. And the reason I originally called in is what you said um, about service members liking, we'll say, women with less morals. Yeah, they're good while we're in active duty, and you just got to find a good one that you could marry and have a wife as have as a wife and uh, children with. I like that. I like that very um, much. But if that song was right about if you want to be happy for the rest of your life, never made a, make a pretty woman in your life, Tony Preckwinkle's husband would have been skipping on clouds. Thank you very much, Lee. 312-642-462-5600. Make money, smoke cigars, and live free on The Sean Thompson Show on AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. So the media spin is the baby murders unite. And now they play these young kids. These young college kids. I have college kids. And they're they're, they're saying that they voted for Democrats because they want to murder their babies. I'm going to tell you something. I I think that's nonsense. I think that's propaganda. That is not an issue that the vast majority of decent people care about. That's only among pigs and whores. Good people of conscience wouldn't lobby to kill kids, let alone have other people like me pay for it. And then again, you think, what are the Democrats? That's all they are, fascist pigs. And they like stealing the money from people to give it to the roaches. So if you voted for this roaches, generation, whatever the hell your name is, good. Because you're going to be the ones that suffer, you stupid idiot. You're going to be the ones that pay the cost. The good news is you can kill your baby, you wretched whore. I'm glad I feel much better now. Lindsay, Wisconsin. Hi, Sean. Oh, my gosh, I'm such a big fan. Oh, thank you. Well, I, I love your call, number one. This is, this is winning, baby, winning. Oh, my gosh. So I have to tell you, I've been listening to you forever. Um, I'm oh. probably one of your only, like, mom listeners, but literally, I, I love you. 
And I have to say that um, watching my little boys, have two, we have two little boys, walking to school with a mask every day made me physically ill. Um, we had to get out of Illinois. We sold our house. We're up in Wisconsin. We could not be happier. And watching the news every I love it. night makes me like so happy. I'm yeah. going to see crime go up. I yeah. feel sad that my brother still lives there. I'm trying everything I can to get him up here, but... Oh, my gosh. It's like the best thing ever. My kids can run free. They're, like, out in the field. Isn't that (laughs) awesome, Lindsay? God bless. That is how you're supposed to live. And I will never forget in the beginning, because I I have the cigar store in Elmhurst. I went to that Mariano's, and they were a holdout. For a while, they were a holdout. Like, they didn't care. And I I don't put them. If God wanted me to wear a mask, he'd have made me Lori Lightfoot, that dog. (laughs) In the meantime, I had some 450-pound woman. Tell me that I had to put one on for her. And I told her, I don't care if you die right here, fatso. And that kind of set the tone. But the idea that you had to, you had, oh, I got I to gotta degrade myself for you, you slob right. of a human being. You're lucky I don't, please. It's, a, it's Lindsay, good for you. And you're going to enjoy the news where the big story will be that the apples spoiled down at the corner store. That's how America is supposed to be. Versus Democrat Amen. rideshare Honestly. kill 14 people in, in, in Riverside. Yeah, you're better it's off. It's so Lindsay. true. It's like the best move ever. I'm like trying to get as many people I can to jump ship because it's over. It is freaking over. I spent my whole life in Chicago. I went to DePaul University. It's done, baby. Like you gotta go. It. You gotta listen get to out her voice. Your kids. Listen Save to your her kids. voice. I love you, Sean. I love you right back. Thank you very much. I'm by winning. I went here and I went there. Now what? <laughs> Kevin Austin, Texas. <laughs> Charlie Sheen, what a what a winner! Hey, I look forward to you hammering Don Harmon and Emmanuel Chris Welsh. Don't take it easy, because Don Harmon wants me to hammer him too. Go ahead. I bet he does. Well, here's the thing: Don Harmon is the biggest hypocrite. He sends his kid to kids at Ignatius, but he won't allow uh, school choice in Illinois, and he allows abortion up to nine months. But he goes to St. Giles every Sunday. I hope that I hope that uh, Dan Prop goes out and sends his newspapers to everybody in his area. I blame I blame the priest. How, how much Don Harmon supports this stuff? So I blame the priest. Famous as Mike Madigan, huh? These, this is this is these priests because you emasculated these priests. Not to mention you didn't start out with a good crew anyway. You got the pedophile underground. They should grab Don Harmon by that red hair and say, "Get the hell out of here." But they have no well, standards. Make it, make They're like the I Illinois hope. Republicans. They have no standards. They'll let anybody in. Thank you very much, yeah. Kevin in Austin, Texas. How, do I got to go on break here, kid? Yeah? I don't want to go on break. God bless it. Fascist, fastest show on radio. We'll be back after this. He believes in freedom, capitalism, and individual liberty. And because of that, he's become an enemy of the state. He's Sean Thompson, and this is The Sean Thompson Show on AM560, The Answer. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merc, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now, with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. I always enjoy talking to my 
next guest, and we need a little bit of him today. He's a senior fellow at the Discovery Institute. He's been a frequent guest on national radio. You've seen him on national TV. He's published over 250 articles from the Wall Street Journal all the way to USA Today and in between. His new book, Rediscovering America, it's been number one on Amazon new releases in the history genre for eight weeks. His name is Scott Powell. Scott, thank you for joining me. How are you? Oh, Sean, it is a delight to be with you. You too, you too. So now, obviously, Scott, you know where I align with this mafia pretending to be a government. They backdoor nationalized sectors of our economy, almost all of them. They now are in a position where, once again, we're, we are turning to the most proven, the most pathological liars in our society, politicians, to tell us the outcome of what is supposed to be elections. Seventy-five percent of my fellow countrymen were disgusted with the economy. Inflation, highest it's been in 40 years. There is nothing that unites even the Democrats as they wallow in the feudalism of their policies. And they want me to believe that because of the baby murder Unite Party, that we somehow are losing these elections, and I still cannot audit them. I have a problem with that. Well, I, I do too. I, I, you know, we had a, you know, we we had a voting irregularities on an industrial scale two years ago. We have an illegitimate president in the Oval Office today, uh, and we had vote fraud across the country. And you would think. Uh, that with such a uh, such egregious violation of who we are as Americans, remember that it's only when America's voice can be heard that we have a legitimate government that we would have really gotten out of denial and uh, made more progress on the vote on eliminating vote fraud from our system or the possibility of vote fraud. Unfortunately, we we didn't take the steps we should have, so we've had vote vote fraud 2.0 here. We had numerous states that did all those things, and those states are the same ones that reported in ours. And now as I look to Nevada, which is riddled with mafia overhang, Democrat scoundrels from Chicago, they wheel out some 400-pound, five-chin moron to tell me, we're still counting like it was the Civil War. And the reality is this is like going to a social club in Cicero. The game is rigged, the fix is in, and the Democrat fat slobs are going to steal it again. What do you think of that? Well, I sure hope not. I hope Laxov can pull it off. Uh, I really do. And I'm sitting here in the headquarters of Turning Point USA in Phoenix, Arizona, and they're still counting votes, you know, for Blake Masters and and Kerry Lake. Uh, I so think Kerry's going to take from it. Clark County. Did you see the guy? The ex- the guy who's in charge, the Democrat with the chin laying on his chest. He walked right out of a scene from Goodfellas. This guy, and he's out there <laughs> telling you, "Yeah, it's all right. We're counting them by hand." I mean, come on. At a certain point, Americans have to pull their head out of their ear and say, "This is obviously theft," don't they? I would hope so. I mean, how much suffering do we have to go through as a nation before we really wake up to, you know, to the importance of of having integrity in our election system? I mean, after all, this is this is America and the legitimacy of our government is determined by the people. And if you don't have legitimate elections, you don't have a legitimate government, pure and simple. And no, and that's how I view it all. And, and the reality is, in Philadelphia, in Pennsylvania, what, I mean, that, that's outrageous. You literally elected someone that cannot speak and a dead person. I, I, they elected a dead person. A guy died months ago. Elected. 
You got a guy in there that can't get out of a room without a lit exit sign and an Andy Frame guiding him. Come on, man. It's preposterous at this point. We're a laughingstock, but I understand why. And the reason why is you're in control of trillions of dollars and policies rooted in fascism, in anti-Americanism, policies like the green energy movement, policies like the insider trading. These are all going at risk, and the mafia cannot risk to have them exposed or have them <clears throat> disrupted. That's how I view it, and you're, you're an expert in this arena. I went to a state, my fellow Americans went to a state, Illinoisans went to different states, but the reality is Arizona was one that you didn't have to worry about, I thought. But they have been infiltrated by a lot of Chicago Democrats. I mean, is there any place outside of Florida, outside of Texas, outside of uh, Tennessee, where the American people are safe? Maybe North Dakota, where the American people are safe? Well, maybe add South Dakota to that. Yeah. <laughs> but you're right. That, that's uh, And probably Oklahoma. Uh, Oklahoma and Texas, of course. Um a lot of the South is still is, is you we can still count on it Alabama Mississippi, but um, I'm telling you you're you've said it very well Sean the corruption is everywhere it is deep it is broad and until we really deal with that as a nation we are in trouble because the reality is we've had morons as presidents before there's no question yeah. about it we've we had can survive morons we've we can survive morons we've had we've had um, We've had special interest saboteurs in office. There's no question about it. But we've never had such a provable asset of a communist party as we do right now. Such a provable asset of a world oligarch system that wants to seize our economy in the name of a mystical, magical, uh, utopian green energy movement that at the same time they say they're practicing it, making improvements, they're blowing up a third of the world. This is... This is surreal to me. It is surreal. It is surreal. And, you know, the, the reality is that this is really a struggle, a struggle between good and evil. I'm, you know, I'm a Christian. I believe in a spiritual reality. I believe that there's been a, a spiritual battle going on from the beginning of time between good and evil, light and dark. And, uh, you know, when, you know, when people live uh, according to God's, God's ways, and, and it's not just Christianity, it's Judaism, it's when, when people are living closer to God, there is something called spiritual protection. When they walk away from God, as the Israelites did and had to go into Babylonian captivity for 70 years, we are in, that, we are in Babylonian captivity right now in America. And it started maybe in the 60s and the 70s, can, and it's sort of re- reached a final point now where, let's, <clears throat> where, where I, I'm, I'm sure... You know, my, my hope and prayer is that uh, we, we paid the price, we've repented, and we start getting some breaks from God. We've seen some signs, yeah. but well, uh, you sometimes, know, I, I, you're, I, I, sometimes you're, you're in, the, you know, in the shadow of the valley of death for longer than you'd like, and it may be another you know, couple I, I, listen, years. You know, you know how much I love your opinion and your books and your writings, and I have to go to the correlation of the, all the ugly people that are in the Democrat Party. I think maybe that does represent the face of evil. However... You mean to tell me no one is curious about what we know? This isn't a game anymore. We know that billions of dollars were bribed to Joe Biden through his son. Even Democrats now know that. The, the yes, federal government tried to stifle that information. They also know 
that Nancy Pelosi, if you talk to Democrats, they they say her worth is one hundred and sixty five million dollars. They yeah. know that Nancy Pelosi In, insider trading all the way. Right. So there's this many people, Democrats included, that know what's going on. And nobody's curious anymore. There's not a movement in this society that can generate the federal law enforcement to actually do something. So, in other words, the only conclusion a rational man can come to is that we do not have any bureaucracy in the federal government that has integrity, that is not politicized, that is not an asset and a weapon of the Democrat Party. I agree with you. I was asking John, a question. I, I don't want I, you to agree with me, babe. That was one why you I'm sorry, <laughs> my friend. I, I agree. Uh, the big question that we all face, and that's why I'm, I'm here uh, at David Horowitz's uh, Restoration Weekend, and we happen to having a tour of Turning Point, is that um, you know I'm, I'm looking for those organizations that are really in the vanguard of of of, of you know correcting the the course for fun. And of course, you and I, you know, we're we're more seasoned, we're older in our lives and our careers, and really. Turning Point's an inspiration because it's recruited so many Charlie young people. Kirk. Charlie yeah. Kirk is a great. Is he's a, a great. He's a rock rock star. Great kid. I, star. I can't tell you. And you know, I, I when I first met him face to face when he was starting out, we had an argument over at tariffs, and I really liked him. And we, you know, we were very good. You know, he's always very gracious to me and wonderful. And he is the inspiration because so many young people, I believe are going to adopt the understanding of liberty, of the Enlightenment, and that ultimately will save us. And I love that. However, when I turn on the news, the propaganda networks, and you know, I've got three, three TVs here, and I don't care if it's ABC, NBC, MSNBC, all, all of them, they have all these young people whose main, main issue, and I, I, I argue this without religion, their main issue literally is what the way it presents itself to me, is that they want to kill their children. And at a certain point, how can you combat this when they are unhinged with their right to murder their own kids? If that's the disagreement, then the rest of the arguments are futile. What, are we going to come to terms on Keynesian economics? You're willing to kill your own child. The reason I fight to preserve America isn't because of me. I had a great life. If it ends tonight, it was phenomenal. I did far more than anybody thought I was going to do. It's about the kids I have yet to, to, to never meet that are my grandkids and my great-grandkids. But these are right. people that are admitting to you on national TV, that are admitting they're willing to accept the corruption, the, the mayhem, the fraud, the waste, the murder, the war crimes. They're willing to accept all that because they want to get away with killing their own kids. So do they care when 40 kids get shot in the sewer of Chicago, 70 get Get, get robbed and mugged in New York. They don't really care about anything. It's just their ability to get something for nothing through their, their, their school education that they don't want to pay for and to be a whore and kill their kid in the morning. It's sickening to me. Well, it is. It really is. And, and you, your, your description reminds, uh, reminds the audience of why it's important that we bring about a change in this because when people value life, uh, it changes. It, it changes everything. So we're sort of, you but know, if you can't we, vote we, them out, and we know. We now know after yesterday, you can't vote them out. You could have seventy-five percent of the country agree that this this guy's got dementia and he's ruining the economy. Seventy-five percent is not a small number in America. And we go to the poll and vote and da 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 da. And here I am. You know, I mean, I'm lucky. I'm in Florida. You're lucky to a certain extent. You're waiting to see if you're lucky. But what about my family and friends that couldn't afford to move and that are stuck in the ghetto? 
that that they're trying to that now realize that they're hopeless in Illinois. You Pritzker just fat slob one again, and the, oh, what's on the horizon is worse is worse than what was behind them. And um, you got to give somebody hope. And I understand that religion is where you go for that comfort and that peace of mind. But as we get older, well, you and I understand. Well, remember, we have remember time. When, when you speak of religion, it's not just religion. It's it's a way of life. It's a way of living that, that, you know, when you do what's right, when you're honest in all your dealings, when you're compassionate with all people, and you even treat those you disagree with with, with tolerance and respect, and you can go to sleep every night knowing that, hey, another day passed, I may have touched a few lives, I did what was right. Um, and if we could have an awakening of people that living their lives this way, that they would be far happier. Remember, yeah. people are still, you know, people are very unhappy where they are now with all this dishonesty and all this corruption. Crooks are never happy. They're always looking over their shoulder. That explains the faces, Adam. That explains the faces on the upper echelon of the Democrats. Yes. Oh yeah, yeah. And now they can. And now, if people. you're honest and you touch somebody and you live a, a good life and you're not a Democrat, you can rest assured you're about to be audited. This is the other thing that sickens me. <laughs> what hinges on this election isn't if the Republicans win or the Democrats. It's if the weaponization of the IRS is going to follow through because that's what we have here. We've got a Department of Justice that isn't interested in looking in the most obviously bribed president this country's ever had, ever. Right. Yeah. They're going to go right. after a guy like me. Because I went to work today at three jobs, and now they're going to feel, oh, this son of a gun, he's making money. Let's, let's take it. And my fellow American, this is where I have contempt for Democrats. They do not have a policy that is not rooted in the extortion and force of another citizen. They don't have one. And That's it's right. astonishing that we've lost the definition of fascism. And here today we sit on Veterans Day. We sent millions of guys to die and and change their own lives, even if they live, they murdered people, and what do they have to deal with for that? And what, what do we do it for? We got it right here. We got fascism. We got Marxism. We got communism. We got socialism. They're called Democrats. It's, 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 uh, it's a pickle, kid. Well, you're so right. You've said it so well, as you always do, Sean. I think the, the hope I'd leave your audience with is that if we... You, we, the greatest weapon that we have, that, that what we'll just call it, it's the secret weapon, <clears throat> is really found in uh, the origin of our country. And when we live life, you know, we'll never be perfect. We make mistakes. Yeah. But when we, when, we live, when we live a principled life, uh, and, and we're honest, and we, we yeah, pursue that, the that truth. Yeah, that can never be taxed away. You're exactly right. Yep. You, you know, yeah. that that can turn it all around. It really can. And sometimes, you know, you, you, you have to go through the valley of the shadow of death, and I think that's, that's sort of where we're passing through right now. So don't give up, Sean. Oh, you no, keep, not me. You kidding keep, me? I love this stuff. You, I live you keep your megaphone going, yeah. and, and uh, you're you doing a great What do you say your next job. book? We call it Surviving American Dark Ages, The Biden Years. Ooh, <laughs> that's a good one, Scott. Well, I hope it will only be... You know, the Biden years will be four years or less. I mean... Um, you know what I think, Scott? The, the pain train wasn't enough. These two years of Bidenomics, these two years of this yep. corrupt oligarch mafia, not enough. So <clears throat> maybe four will be enough. And maybe whoever runs, and I, don't, I, I hope it's nobody that we're even thinking of. I really do. 
Whoever runs just runs on the premise of, I am going to rip out, remove, and fire everything Joe Biden did. Everything he did, I'm going to rip yeah. it out. And on day one, I'm going to cancel all of the skullduggery. That's how you win an yeah. election. That's how you motivate people. Scott Paul, I love what you do. Please don't ever stop. And you tell all those guys how proud I am of them at Turning Point. I will, Sean. You tell Charlie I, I will. arm wrestling. I, still I, sure, I sure will. All right, I will I'll get a chance to talk to him very shortly. Okay? Thank Wonderful. you. We'll be back with your Great. calls and comments after this. He will never negotiate his constitutional rights with the government. Live free or die on The Sean Thompson Show on AM560. The answer. AM560. The answer. Here's a good Vietnam era song, right? Vietnam. Hanging out in a helicopter, shooting those Democrat socialists. And then the American Democrats profiting. Wasn't it LBJ? Did he grow up with Huey or did he just get bribed by him? I can never remember. Maybe Cream Puff Jim in Chicago can remember. You know a lot of those Democrat scumbags. Was he the roommate of Huey or did he just get paid off by him? I can't remember. Was it Huey Long? Were you talking about Huey Long? No, or no, what? the family Huey from the helicopters. Wasn't that one of the, the, the roommates of uh, or in his fraternity with LBJ? There was a scandal back to the money in LBJ with Vietnam. Was there was a scandal? Was another scandal. That's something new. Yeah. I, but, Sean, I, I wonder if you want to kick in a couple of stogies for the Mother Jones statue. The she Irish a, uh, fellow. She was a the Irish fellow, she, whore. You're talking about. Yeah, I know, but we have. Yeah. <laughs> Mother Jones. She, she the was Irish. A communist the, whore the, in the 60s. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, just because you know, Castro was a communist who smoked cigars, you think this red-faced bimbo was? I mean, are you out of your mind? Do you remember in 1961, right? What, 61, she was the chairperson of the American Communist Party, wasn't she? The whore? Oh, no, but no, she was, she was brilliant. She was, she was, oh, no, was yeah, brilliant. she was brilliant. She's a communist whore, Jim. She, Your ancestors went to brilliant. kill him. And well, she, could cure, she could cure uh, uh, anyway. sour milk with her face. You know, I think anyway, she has a statue they, in Illinois, doesn't she, Jim? No, no, they're putting one up in Chicago. That's what oh, they're doing. That's the, 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 the Irish Fellowship Club. Yeah. Oh, the Irish Fellowship. Yeah. Well, hey, yeah. she might be the most well-endowed <laughs> Irish politician in history, that Irish communist yeah. whore. All right, tell her I said go screw yourself, whore. Thank you, Jim. Yeah. Green Pump. Say hello to those union guys for me, those short-in-the-pants rats. Uh, Robert in Bloomingdale. Hey, Sean, how you doing? Good. How are you? What are you eating, Robert? What do you got? You got a sandwich? You got a liverwurst? What are you eating there? Uh, Mrs. Robert's got a pizza going and some salad and some All right, now listen, cocktails now, now, going now, here before, as we're sitting Before here. you tell me where you ordered from and hurt my ears, please tell me that's not a Domino's pizza you got in your mouth. No, it's not a Domino's. She makes a better pizza than that. Thank Wait you very much. Wait a minute. Your wife is a Mudagon, which means American, and she makes you pizza? She's a good Republican, too, and so is Monica, or puppy. God knows what's on that pizza. But go ahead. What do you got? You know, the reason I was calling today is, you know, I just can't understand it. <clears throat> you got Spalding as governor. He's going to have an income tax increase, a gas tax increase. You got a doofus. Oh, I got abortion. You got a doofus for secretary of state. Where the heck are they? What, what the hell are these? I'm sorry, but what the hell are these people thinking? I mean, what do you think? I, I think that Pritzker was actually, you know, if I'm looking, I'm, I actually looked up this Mother Jones, this Irish communist whore. She resembles Pritzker. Or maybe they just all look like Fred Flintstone. I think, Illinois, uh, you should dress like the tidy bull man or move. That's what I think, because it's a turlet. Thank you very much. Daniel in Salem, Wisconsin. Stop showing off. 
Hey, Sean. Yes, buddy. Listen, everybody loves you, man, and we oh. care about you. Thank you, brother. You are sustaining us as Republicans. I appreciate Listen. it. Yeah. Sean. Yeah. We got Nancy Pelosi out of office. Wrong, 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 wrong. Daniel, let's wrong, wait to see. Wrong, God, wrong, wrong. I do. I, I think they're going to steal the House. Where Where is it cemented that the Republicans won the House? You got Big Jilly from Cicero counting the ballots. He remembers where the dots are. Tom in Blue Island. Hey, Sean. Yes. Dittos, I'm going to tell you, brother, I, I, I never questioned, you know, like what you say, that not trusting these elections. I'm going to tell you, you would know better than I. I wonder how many millions and billions of dollars Vegas takes in on a daily basis. And these son of a dogs cannot, they can't figure out how many votes there are. This Dude, is a load awesome. of crap. It's absolutely awesome. You, do you remember that scum? May he burn in hell for a thousand millenniums in his, in his magic burlap underpants, Harry Reid and the Mormon Mafia? Do you have any idea how they worked in conjunction with the Chicago wise guys to control and rob Las Vegas and Nevada for decades? So do you think that that infrastructure of scum isn't still there. Just take a look at the Clark County spokes idiot. Look at that fat pig and tell me he wouldn't be right at home in Cicero with his face hanging on his chest, the fat half-ass gangster. So you think the Republicans stand a chance? It's going to be this close. Oh, I'm sorry. Yes. You just missed it. Exactly right. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah. Exactly yeah. right, Sean. They're going to have they're going to get just enough votes. Yeah. To defeat this lax salt, they're going to do the same thing in Arizona, yeah. and then they're going to give themselves some uh, buffer room like they did in 2020. And with all due respect to Kevin in Austin, Texas, he tried to get everyone to vote. Yeah. I, I have no intention to disrespect the guy, yeah. but and I've said this to you before, we're neighborhood guys. Yeah. This is the second time I'm a sucker. There ain't going to be a third time, brother. Good. Welcome. That means uh, U-Haul is getting called. In the meantime, I never went to the Cicero Social Clubs because I knew that they were cheating. I knew it was rigged. But when they were there, long before I met my wife, I used to take out their wives. Valerie, Chicago. Hi, Sean. How are you, buddy? Splendid. How are you? Oh, I am heated. I am so mad you could probably popcorn on my head. I understand. I called the board of election yesterday and they yeah. told me my vote didn't count i said excuse me they said yeah your vote didn't count so anyone who voted at 4022 north elston you need to call and find out if your vote was counted i called the fbi i called darren bailey i asked the board of election who do i call to nail your butts to a cross because you have no right to throw Pritzker one in 15 minutes who is your weed man dude i don't even think it was 15 i'm gonna tell you something valerie i don't even i think it was six minutes now six minutes from the time from the time the 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 polls closed at seven it's 706 he won i don't think we came back from commercial before he won but listen, when oh, you call uh, the FBI uh-huh. and they show up and they got their hair parted to the side and their name is O'Murphy, just remember that is you could also contribute to the Mike Madigan campaign through the FBI agent. Thank you, Valerie. Sorry, <laughs> but, but it's Chicago. What the hell are you going to do? How you doing? Hey, how you doing? Half-ass wise guys.
finance coal in developing countries. There's no reason why we can't finance clean energy in developing companies. Countries, you stupid idiot. Countries, idiot. Companies bribe you. For- I'm pleased to announce today, alongside the European Union and Germany, a $500 million package to finance and facilitate Egypt's transition to clean energy. Egypt, they, they have open slave trade there, right? That's another utopia that America created with their foreign policy. Hey, clap, horse. Clap. World Economic Forum oligarchs. This package will enable Egypt to deploy 10 gigawatts of renewable energy by 2030. How many? While bringing off... Lo- what do you say? How many, how many gigawatts, Will? To generate the 1.21 gigawatts of electricity. What did I just say? Flux capacity stored. <laughs> this sucker's electrical. But I need a nuclear reaction to, to generate the 1.21 gigawatts of electricity. 1.21 gigawatts! 1.21 gigawatts! Doesn't matter, Doc. It's all about the Democrat mafia stealing everyone's money, pretending to doing doing good while they're blowing up a third of the world. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> Excuse me. Uh, the only good news in this whole day is that it won't be long, and Biden will be a fossil fuel. Three one two six four two fifty six hundred. This is the Sean Thompson Show on AM560. The answer. AM560. The answer. You know, Cream Puff Jim was right. Mother Jones has a monument in Chicago, and apparently they're putting another one in, I mean, a monument in Illinois, and apparently they're putting another one in Chicago. This is a communist chairman, chairwoman, chair whore. In 1961, of the American Communist Party. And on Veterans Day, they're going to put up a memorial of this communist tour. Communism, Marxism, socialism, and the reason that our boys went away to kill that philosophy is because it is responsible for, if you can do math at a CPS level, 180 million human beings. And this scum, Democrat mafia, pays homage in America to this communist whore? Chicago gets what it deserves. They elect who they deserve. Now they can wallow in their ghetto. Ron, South Elgin. Shauner. Yeah. From one marauder to another, fantastic show. <laughs> Thank you, babe. Thank you. I love you, brother. Uh, love you, I'm, a, I'm a devil dog, too. I'm a jarhead. I'm but not. I'm I not. Didn't My know. father was. I'm not. I and and God bless. Uh, what I wanted to say was that I'm not sure if you are aware, but um, guess which rat-faced coward sob is bowing out now that the other side has a chance to take over the house. Pickle face Fauci. Oh yeah, he was. He's been. He announced a while ago. After all, he's got. He's got to assure that he's not going to be investigated. What assures that he is not investigated? That Hunter Biden is not investigated? That the vac, the big pharma is not investigated? That the crime in the ESG movement and the eco Nazis is not investigated? The Republicans cannot win, and I'm going to tell you, Ron, they are not going to win. They're not going to win. Believe you me, you're going to get he, cheated. He, along with uh, along with Pelosi, he is definitely a stinky hammer. Oh, yeah, there's no question about it. There's at least one in his history. And never forget, Ron, 
In San Francisco, the ball-peen hammers have two balls. Thank you very much, Ron. Appreciate it. There's a lot at risk. You see, if you want to know what's at risk, you can't turn to our media. After all, they want to talk about Trump and DeSantis. Not me. I want to talk about the obvious, the greatest fraud perpetrated on America, the pandemic, and the greatest profiteering from it, big pharma, and a vaccine which appears to be killing an awful lot of people. I'm going to start off with a very brief clip from Mr. Elliot uh, Colburn, Member Dr. of Parliament, John and let's Campbell. just see what he has to say. This only lasts about a minute, so, so please, st- please stick with it. There's some important stuff coming up here. In 602171, relating to the safety of the COVID-19 vaccines. Uh, On behalf of the Petitions Committee, I will read out the prayer of this petition, which states that there has been a significant increase in heart attacks and related health issues since the rollout of the COVID-19 vaccines. This needs immediate and full scientific investigation to establish if there's any possible link with the COVID-19 vaccination rollout. It is the duty of government to ensure that the prescribed medical interventions of its response to coronavirus are safe. We believe that the recent and increasing volume of data relating to cardiovascular problems since the COVID-19 vaccine rollout began is enough to warrant a full public inquiry. Honey Bunny, was it Johnson & Johnson that bought the uh, company that helps with the myocarditis, the heart problems, and the new pacemakers? Yeah. Boy, that's, that's brilliant. That's, that's something that Stinky Hammer Pelosi would do. This petition has amassed over 107,000 signatures, including signatories from my own Carshall and a Wallington constituency. And I'd like to first begin by putting on record my gratitude to the petitions committee clerks and the team behind the scenes for organising today's debate, but also particularly the Medicines and Healthcare Products Regulatory Agency, or MHRA, who met with me recently to brief me on their vaccine safety surveillance strategy. And now, when the Democrats steal... Just the House and the Senate. Sweep it under the rug. Put it next to Hunter's laptop. Sweep it. Sweep it. Sweep it. Everything's fine. Did you know you can kill your baby? And I'm looking on NBC. This is now, what, hour three? Where are we entering hour three? Of them showing college kids who want to kill their baby. By the way, may I say, the looks of the college girls, of the ones that want to kill their baby, who exactly is knocking up these dogs? Boy, oh boy, the standards were much better when I was young. These pigs wouldn't even get looked at twice. It's outrageous to me. Now, in the meantime, the scandal after scandal after scandal swept under the rug. The first chart here shows a bank record showing a $1 million wire transfer into the account of Hudson West 3 from CEFC Limited on November 2nd, 2017. Senator Grassley and I have already established CEFC is effectively an arm of the communist Chinese regime. It is also important to note that at the time of this transfer, in November 2017, Hunter Biden was already invested in and providing management for Hudson West 3. So a company that was effectively an arm of the Chinese government transferred $1 million in November 2017 to a company that Hunter Biden is managing and is invested in. And now that the House is going to go to the Democrats and the Senate is going to go to the Democrats, this short-in-the-pants Irish gypsy will go to the finish line. Hopefully it won't take long. Greg and LaGrange. Hey, how you doing, Sean? I'm all right. How are you? Uh, interesting that you played that John Campbell uh, clip because I watched it last night, and the, and the thing that comes over me over and over and over again, as much as we know about it, 
even before John Campbell's clip and, and, and above and beyond what the, what they're doing in England right now, the potential exists and the possibility, a strong possibility exists based on what Emma Woodhouse uncovered in that e- in those emails is that they may try to uh, have this vaccine or this shot for, um, mandated for school children. Uh, it is it, it, when you hear major countries coming out against it. Yeah, where's wh- this is a crime. This is this is a crime that raises the level of just in inhumanity. Well, that's what communism is. That's what fascism, that's what socialism is. That's why we're celebrating a day when we sent millions of our boys to go kill those that practice it. Now, we've got them stealing elections here in this country. Thank you, Greg and LeGrand. It's disheartening, but we'll win in the end because there are still states that are fighting for your freedoms. Sad part is, Illinois isn't one of them. But that doesn't mean you can't call U-Haul. Just beat Tom in Blue Island. I'll be back. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merck, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now, with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. The amazing thing about America circa 2022 is that up is down, right is left, and bulldung is the norm. Bald face line is accepted by the people as they have become willing serfs. The reality is a CPI number came out yesterday. It was 7.7 inflation rate, 7.7% compounded on the year before, which is 4.8. So when you add those two up, you're over 12% since Joe Biden usurped the office and the market rallies 1,200 points. Why? Promises of ESG tyranny, confiscation of taxes people have already paid, and the feudonomics that will persist for the next two years is not bullish. Yet here we are again today. The market holds that ridiculous, fraudulent rally. One can only come to the conclusion it's because as the bulk of people get poorer, the oligarchs get richer. I wanted to bring on a guest who can go through this with me and help me understand the stupidity of Bidenomics. His name is E.J. Antoni. He's a research fellow for the Regional Economics and Center for Data Analysts at Heritage Foundation. You've heard him here before. He's worked on fiscal and monetary policies. He's also His work has also been featured in the Daily Caller, Fox News, Fox Business, Wall Street Journal, National Review, to name a few. His name is E.J. Antoni. E.J., how are you? I'm doing well, Sean. How are you doing? Perplexed, kid. Perplexed. Because um, when your standards are so low... That 7.7% increase in inflation, CPI, costs of products and life and all the rest of it, rallies the market. I'm confused at that. Can you help me? You know, it's scary how much the Overton window has moved. It was only a few months ago that when we talked about inflation over 7%, people were panicking. And now all of a sudden that we're down to 7.7%. And to put that in perspective, that means prices are going to double in less than a decade at that inflation rate. But somehow now people are actually celebrating that as a win. And I think it speaks to just how addicted this stock market has been to cheap credit and easy money from the Fed, that as soon as the threat of that getting pulled away 
uh, occurs, the market collapses. And as soon as the prospect of its return, uh, you know, it, it, as soon as the market faces that, all of a sudden we get these crazy rallies. So that's the read between the lines, is that what we're seeing now is an excuse to once again fraud the system of bonds, buy back our own bonds and the quantity. They're just going to do it again. They have to at a certain point because um, we are really losing credibility in the world. And it's not just because of the economic policies, but it's because of the obvious failings of the leadership in this country. It's now being where it's normal to be ridiculed in uh, Europe. It's normal to be ridiculed in Austria. Uh, it's normal to be ridiculed in the Middle East. And isn't that a bigger problem, even though people try to say things are good because the market has a fake rally? Definitely. And, you know, it really is a shame how when you look at our leadership, for example, on the world stage, and I'm not talking about like watching CNN or Fox, but if you actually ever get the chance to watch news from other countries, they openly mock our leaders, particularly our president, and they have no respect for him whatsoever. And at a certain point, they're going to lose respect for the American people when they see the kind of um, shenanigans that are that is our election system. What we're witnessing and what we're living through is outrageous. It's an insult to the intelligence of anybody except those beneficiaries of this government corruption. It's um, something I didn't think I'd live through. It's something I thought I'd read about in history. Yeah, when you look at what's going on in Georgia, in Nevada, in Arizona, I mean, my goodness, this this is banana republic kind of stuff. I mean, it, it is just an absolute travesty. I, I'm right there with you, Sean. I never thought that I would live to see the day when this came to America's shores. And, and yet, again, that is how much the Overton window has moved in only a, a very short period of time. So what are good people to do? You know, I, I, I spent a lot of time in the Cold War thinking to myself how many good people were trapped behind the Soviet curtain. And you start to think, you know, are, are you going to adopt those writings of their philosophers that talk about withdrawal and creating yourself an alternative reality where you can sustain the kind of open corruption and communism and fascism and government supremacy that uh, people in Chicago just have adapted to over the last 50 years? Is this going to be the, na the, the way of the nation, in your opinion? Oh, goodness, I hope not. But, I mean, it really is scary, and I think this speaks to the lack of critical thinking skills in the, in the American people by and large today, how people are actually listening to these crazy left-wing pundits say things like, oh, you're just going to have to have Chef Boyardee for Thanksgiving. And they just kind of nod along and are like, oh, yeah, okay, that's the new normal. Sure, that's, that's where we are today. Not realizing that you know, it was only a couple of years ago that this was an incredibly prosperous nation that was not just energy independent, but energy dominant. Um, I mean, it, it, again, I, I hate to repeat myself, but it really is amazing just how far the Overton window has moved. And it's scary how easily people are adapting to it. You know, I have to say, I, um, I'm not bullish on investments in the future. I understand inflation hedges. But ultimately, when you have the promise of new fascism in ESGs, as the dumbest people in our society, the Democrats, go to the World Economic Forum, COP 26, 22, who gives a rip, whatever they're calling it, and guarantee to spend more of our money to third world corrupt hellholes 
uh, and they're oligarch-run systems, and I don't just mean Ukraine. But to guarantee that's going to be the policy for the next two years, do you just jump in the, the wind boondoggles, the alternative energy scams that couldn't exist without the corruption in the Democrat Party? Or do you sit on the sidelines? What do you do? Yeah, that's a great question. I would say, number one, the best, uh, probably the safest place to be right now is look at things that the Federal Reserve can't just create. So, yes, they can create pure liquidity, but they can't create hard assets. Those are the things that, that tend to do the best uh, in, in terms of inflation. But, I, I mean, in terms of the, you know, the, the wind, the solar, the different green energy boondoggles, as you pointed out, I mean, it, it's hard not to jump in on those things, given what we just saw with the Inflation Reduction Act. We just handed literally billions upon billions of dollars to the energy secretary to essentially pay for whatever pet projects uh, the office wants. I mean, that, that's going to be a windfall for those investments. And you know what's a windfall is the is the Trumponomics that is still reaping rewards to the government as they celebrated another record-breaking revenue in October. How long do these, you know, I understand that these policies are kind of like a whip and what the handle does, you won't really hear the crack until it's to the, at the end. How long until the failed corrupt policies of the Biden administration really start to take hold? And I can laugh at these Democrats scum as they wallow in feudalism. You know, we're actually beginning to see some of those effects right now as treasure as the yields on treasuries start getting pushed higher and higher. You're looking at um, basically the, the net interest on the debt becoming the largest single item in the budget in literally only a few years. So we've already seen it tick ups, you know, a little by little as different bonds get rolled over. And, and now they're having to be offered at higher and higher rates. Uh, and as more and more of the debt is replaced at those higher rates again that that interest is just going to balloon and at that point i don't i don't know if the government has has any option other than just declare bankruptcy effectively and repudiate some of the debt you know what's funny if you uh look into the cost of implementing medicare and social security the cost is a trillion dollars the cost of the interest is a trillion dollars it really doesn't matter that we're setting records still broke I mean, this is something that sooner or later, someone's going to have to run on something other than killing your own kid. Will we get a pushback of, will there be a fundamental movement of people that say, um, I don't even, my, my, my real problem is I know the answer is that it's too late, but can you change the trajectory when you see a bastardized election system like that? I mean, brother, what's the future hold for guys like me and you and kids like our kids? You know, unfortunately, I think it's going to take uh, things are going to have to start breaking before people really knuckle down and are willing to make the difficult choices. What does that look like? I think it's going to look like, you know, I mean, it's literally only a few years before Medicaid and then a few more years after that. Within a decade, Social Security's uh, going to run out of money and checks are some checks are going to, have well, it's to gonna run going out of the out. fraud that they say is money. There is no money now. Well, that's that's very that's very true too. But I think once once all of a sudden checks stop going out, for instance, then all of a sudden people will finally say, "Oh wow, this is a broken system, and we need to fix it." And maybe at that point we can get some actual structural reforms that will salvage what's left of of the budget and the economy. Have you ever been more um, depressed than watching the young people of today? 
as you see these clips. Now, I understand these clips are probably skewed propaganda to a certain extent. And I understand we have our own young people like Charlie Kirk and the, the groups that he's, he's involved with. And, you know, I, I see there are some good people on there, that young people that are in movement. But are you depressed when you see the mass bulk of college-age kids? Biggest issue is killing their baby from the weekend before. They don't give a rip about this stuff we're talking about. They just think it's in, in perpetuity. And when you look at who they are and the way that they are, What's it going to look like when we're all speaking either Mandarin or Russian? Because I can't imagine these kids are going to win anything. They can't win at anything. Everything they want is for free. They're not asking for the right to keep their own money. They don't even think like us anymore. There's no group that I can see of any numbers that want to have those capitalistic American principles that you and I love. You know, Sean, I don't know if there's ever been a time in American history when you have had such a stark difference in terms of culture uh, between the youngest generation and virtually everyone else. And, and that's scary because you cannot have a society that survives over time if you don't pass on that culture from generation to generation. And I wonder, you know, part of me has to think, you know, is this entirely their fault or is it somehow the fault of, of the us parents. and the gen- other generations well, it's always who have the parents, not passed right? on those values? It's my fault, my generation's fault. We raised our kids to be spoiled, entitled morons. And that's the only real excuse for this. Because you can't have a, an IQ over 60 and not see what the real problem is, is the government, the corruption, the waste, fraud, and abuse. And yet the answer, it reminds me of those um, South American dictators and their willful slaves. The answer is always the government, the government, the government. And you don't have that American spirit all but in a very small number of people anymore, let alone kids, who say, no, no, no. The answer is we've got to get away from this corruption. So it's interesting to see what's happening. It's interesting to see the future. But I'm questioning the character when you have a generation that rallies around an 80-year-old political whore like this, who's obviously incompetent, obviously corrupt, and they didn't give a rip. They were going to support that party first, knowing full well that the areas that they control are ghettos. It reminds me of why you have to, you know, you don't open businesses in a ghetto. Sooner or later, these kids are going to have to learn it, right? No, that's very true. And I think that's part of the reason why more broadly, as people get older, they tend to become more conservative and they they tend to vote that way. And I'll I'll give you a little sneak peek to a a piece of mine that's going to run in Daily Caller tomorrow, where I started digging through some of the demographic data. And I asked, why on earth is it that if inflation was far and away the number one issue in both the polling before this, this midterm election and in exit polling, why is it that we didn't see the Democrats take more of a beating and we yeah. didn't see more Republican wins? And if you start actually breaking down who is hurt the most by inflation, it tends to be people who are probably going to vote Republican anyway. It's retirees on fixed incomes, right? It's people in the lower middle income classes who are not on the government but are working for a living whose wages are not going to adjust that fast to inflation but what what is the one demographic since Biden took office whose wages have outpaced inflation? It's college grads. And the yeah. youngest among them have seen the fastest salary increases. And also, for those who are under 30, you're much more likely to live with your parents, to be on your parents' uh, health insurance, which those costs have skyrocketed under Biden. That so, was Sean, the diabolical to... brilliance of Obamacare. 
Do you remember? Mm-hmm. He went from 18 to 26, and everybody said, well, why would you do this? This is why. This is a long-term implementation of fascism, of communism, of Marxism. And it explains why Chicago is now going to put an Irish communist whore monument right next to Obama. Uh, uh, library and if it's not it should be it's just disgraceful so how do i secede come on ej antonio you got the big brain (laughs) well you know i think that we had an entire war that was fought over whether or not states could secede and i think Uh, that that issue might unfortunately i don't want to fight and kill anybody i just want to say look you don't like me i don't like you let me keep my money you go your own way you rat bastard go kill your kid and keep him away from mine what do you think well, you know what? That's the way a lot of people used to think in this country, and, and things seem to run a heck of a lot better when people yeah. act in that way. I was reading somewhere that more retirees are moving to Mexico. I thought to myself, that's that might actually work. We'll go there, let the Sinaloas have Chicago, and leave us alone. You know what? But that's exactly why so many people are leaving Chicago, are leaving New York City, are leaving every city in California, and they're all going to Florida. Yeah, I know. Traffic is terrible. I mean, it's just the first week or of uh, we're entering the second week of November. It's like high season here. I don't know what the hell's going on, but that doesn't mean I can't always make time for you. Lunch is on me. You come down here. I got sunscreen. Don't worry. I got a whole skin cream company. We'll have you all worked up. I know you're pale. In the meantime, I know you're one of the smartest people I have on the show. Keep it up. I look forward to your articles from the Daily Caller to Heritage to everywhere. He's EJ Antony. Thank you so much for making yourself available for me always. Hey, Sean, thank you for having me. We'll be back with your calls and comments after this. Broadcasting from the Petri dish of corruption known as the state of Illinois. In the upper Midwest, the nation, and around the world. This is the Sean Thompson Show on AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. You're young, but when I was a kid, they had Looney Tunes that were primarily patriotic, a lot of World War II stuff, and the Looney Tunes used to have the best, make fun of the Nazis, you know, before we elected them or funded them in Ukraine. It was wonderful to be a kid in that era. But don't ever rush me again on commercial break like that. I almost had a zipper accident. Another problem Irish Democrat men never have. Uh, John Garfield Ridge. Hey, Sean. Appreciate you taking my call. Um, Since when did Arizona start using cps kids to run their elections because all of a sudden all of a sudden nobody can read machines nobody can count anything i mean it's incredible yeah. um, a lot of chicago democrat municipal retirees moved out there they brought <laughs> yeah, with them their I, slack-jawed kids and what else are morons going to do they go to work in government and those are the ones that are counting and rigging and stealing and scamming and those are the ones that are going to really cost that state some good residents because i got a couple friends of mine who bought there because they love it. One of my closest friends loves it. And he called me up today. He said, all right, that's it. Load me up with the sunscreen. I'm coming down by you. Because it's obvious, uh, John, that they're going to steal this. It's not even close. Yeah, I, 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 I agree with you. Here's my quick, quick question for you, Sean. I mean, you got Carrie Lake should be winning this thing by 30 points. She is a once in a, I don't want to call it a generation, once in a yeah. decade candidate. Yeah. Going up against Katie Hobbs, I think Katie Hobbs is actually a worse candidate than Fetterman. And I, Katie and I Hobbs, well, you wouldn't know. She never state. talked. 
She wouldn't debate. She never left. But Katie Hobbs has a very important position. She's the Secretary of State. She's rigging the election. It's like Silky G in Illinois now. Go ahead. Sean, you, she, didn't, she didn't even debate in her own Democrat primary yeah, months oh, ago, no. let alone Carrie Lake. Carrie Lake would have mopped the floor with her. You know, we don't the way ha- we from, don't uh, have, we're like the banana republics of South America. We don't have elections. We have selections. And that's what you're witnessing now. This is all kabuki. And you know as well as I do, E.J. Antoni, even the Democrat scum pretending to be the media. 75% of Americans didn't like Bidenomics. Yet, just by a happenstance, they all voted for Democrats. Hmm. It's funny yeah. how that happened. Now watch yeah, Guys I and Dolls, go. my favorite scene, Rolling Dice with Big Jilly. Go ahead. Same yeah. thing. Thank you, brother. Yeah. Appreciate it, Sean. Have a good weekend. Thank you. But there is some good news. I like to have a little good news. You want some good news, Squirrel? I think you do. A Texas judge has struck down President Biden's student loan forgiveness program, declaring it illegal. The Job Creators Network Foundation filed a lawsuit back in October on behalf of two borrowers who didn't qualify for debt relief. The White House is disagreeing with this ruling and has vowed to continue fighting. The program is currently on hold following a ruling by the 8th U.S. Circuit Court of Appeals in a separate legal challenge. Oh, don't worry. They're going to get it to some short-in-the-pants Irish Democrat scum like the two sitting judges in Cook County that are on the investment firm, the Table of Wisdom with Eddie Burke, short in the pants. And they'll get it and they'll get their way. But the good news is Texas said, right here, oh, you might as well be old Biden. Right here, old Biden. Right here, because we know what these punks, these deadbeat, these scum are going to do with the money anyway. Recipients of President Biden's student debt forgiveness plan could see their monthly payments drop up to $300 a month in the coming weeks. But get this, 73% say they actually plan to spend that extra cash on travel and dining out. And joining us now is the NBC Tech. Ooh, so, so the people bail out these deadbeat scum to the tune of $25,000 per loan, per loan. If they had Pell Grants, and they're going to go have dinner in a movie. Look at you, like a man, like an actual working man. Instead, what you really are is a Marxist mafia member. It doesn't matter, because it's small money. You'll still be a communist scumbag in the morning. 312-642-5600. Marxists, socialists, and communists are not welcome. On the Sean Thompson Show on AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. All gave some. I'm very depressed. This some is the last half hour, and i got to take two days off. You think they'll give me a weekend show if I ask for it? No, I created the Liberty Hour, which ruined the two on Sunday night. And now Mark Vargas has. A few moments ago, I placed a wreath at the tomb of the unknown soldier. And as I stepped back and stood during the moment of silence that followed, I said a small prayer. And it occurred to me that each of my predecessors has had a similar moment. And I wondered if our prayers weren't very much the same. I can tell you, you're the one who's in the office now can't say a prayer. He hears circus music in his head. Ron in Countryside. Yes, I, I wanted to say that I think the next evil plan coming from the Democrats is they are going to mandate the COVID vaccine for all aborted fetuses. <laughs> hey, Ron, there's a Simpson, a Simpsons episode in 2010. 
I've got, I used to have the clip, I think I've actually played it on the show, where they predict a pandemic. you got to watch it, brother. It's like the last two years okay. you've been living through. It's the Simpsons episodes. It's the year is 2010. I can't remember the episode, but just Google it. And it'll take you to YouTube. You will laugh the whole weekend. Ron, you got to laugh because we're too old to cry. I will. Thank you very much, brother. Don't! Peter, Wilmot. Sean, how are you? Good, Peter. How are you? Um, I'm good. Uh, let them reap what they sow. New Yorkers, Pennsylvanians, yeah. when they start closing down coal, I don't want to hear the crying when yeah. they keep pushing people off the track into the tracks and beating up old ladies in the subway station. I don't want to hear the crying. Fetterman, it blows my mind that this guy <laughs> won over a trained physician. Do people understand that you have to have a brain no. to go into the Senate and do something? Democrats I, this, don't. This, no, they don't yeah, need and, a brain. And here's, the, here's the best part, Sean. Come 2024, the Democrats are going to turn it all around and say it's the Republicans' fault that our economy is where it is and crime is where it is, and the dumb you-know-what are yeah. going to fall for it and vote more Democrats in. Peter, what? take a look in, in, uh, in uh, Pennsylvania. There's an area called Kingston. It's like an open drug air. You have to see it to believe it. It's it's as bad. It's worse than the South Side of Chicago. Just take a look at it. And they voted for more of it. The good news is, Peter. Well, John Fetterwoman's going to help them, and he's yeah. probably going to be down there smoking the chiba with them, and you know, trying to get more voters. It's just, I mean, Peter. But you're right. The way to go through these next two years is the Schadenfreude of enjoying watching these scum wallow. Thank you very much, Peter. Peter, I appreciate it very much. Have a good weekend, Tony in New York. Oh, Tony, what happened? (laughs) Hey, Sean, how about you? You crack me up. You're great. Anyway, listen. I have a slight difference of opinion. Is that okay with you? Absolutely. I lie. Listen, you deserve it, Tony. Okay, I'm actually from Jersey, but you know I know you guys in Chicago have an aversion to New York Jaguar, and no. we agree with you because they used to pick on us when we were kids—the big, bad, terrible New Yorkers. Listen, when I was <laughs> a kid, I met this crew of guys and girls from New York. I was yeah. like 17 years old. I was in a yeah. Acapulco. I had the time of my life, and the one guy at the end of the trip said, "You know, you belong in one of the boroughs." But I have an uh, I have an affection for New Yorkers, so you go right. Well, ahead. well, there's New Yorkers and there's Italians in New York. They're different, yeah. you know. And I'm, and, I know, like us, okay. I but but I know I. I hear, I, I heard all the stories about the, I'm Italian like you, and, and about the Irish, how they mistreated us. My grandparents talk like the old Irish. Yeah. yeah. But look, I think you're missing something here. Right. And I, I'm wondering why, because you're really triple smart and double sharp as a, a, in, in the city, okay? Thank you, thank you. What about, okay, so, um, uh, Eddie, uh, $10,000, right? Uh-huh. And what they're doing, how about, why do you never, ever focus on the $11 trillion meltdown, the Wall Street thieves and plunderers and oligarchs so who brought on 2008? How long have you been listening to me? And this will might help. A while, a couple of years, but I the way that I got okay. this the way that I got this position is I used to fill in for Steve Cortez, and what mm-hmm. I talked about was the the day that George W. Bush forever set the trajectory of corruption 
after the mm-hmm. 2008 collapse. I also talk often about the crime syndicate of uh, Enron, mm-hmm. the smartest guys in the room, right. lying, and how instead of right. that being shunned, it was adopted by the government. So I do talk about right. that. And to your point, I haven't given that enough because of the election. I'm right. spending a lot of time. But I'm going to tell you what, Tony. I'm going, to, I'm going to make this promise to you. I am going to definitely examine that, and I'm going to show how that will now be the financial plan of the green energy eco-Nazis. Mm-hmm. You're going to love it. Well, so stay tuned, Well, if brother. not you, who else? If not you, who else? <laughs> Tony, you made my day, kid. You really did. In fact, hold I mean, on. I'll, we're yeah, going to get you a shirt because I want to confuse those people in New York. <laughs> now, wait, wait. Let me just give you a little um, anecdote. What I'm over there in the city and, you know, Wall Street is like 10 blocks away. I all go to the Irish bars and Hell Kitchen where they grew up, where they came from and all that. And once they get a couple drinks and I'm talking the head of Lehman Brothers, uh, yeah, Blackstone, all, you know, the yeah. major, Stephen Schwartzman, Henry Kravis, KKR, not little small potatoes, Eddie Burke, okay? Yeah. And and once they get a couple drinks in them, they, and they say, wow, uh, if, if, uh, if Robert Kennedy was attorney general, we'd all be doing 100 years in jail. I love that. Okay. Now, now listen to this. Wait, John. Who was the who was the president and attorney general? Obama. Obama. You see, you're getting trickled labels. He's a goddamn corporatist. He's a corporatist and a puppet for the Wall his Wall Street master. All of them are both parties, like you say. I called it a corporatocracy. We don't have an American free market system. We have You're a right. Duopoly. I heard you say that. A duopoly. Tony, hang on. You're getting a shirt. i got to go to break. You're the best. 312-642-5600. This is the Sean Thompson Show, where Democrats are always wrong, Republicans are seldom right, and politicians are never, ever to be trusted. On AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. All right, let's go. It's a short segment. I can't believe how fast it is. David Wheaton. Hey, I just wanted to say thanks to all the veterans out there, just uh, especially World War II. Um, I worked uh, with them uh, in the late 80s um, in physical therapy. And uh, just thanks to Mr. Jacobs, the uh, Marine in Okinawa, just um, the teachers that I had, the professors, the neighbors, the Best men generation. that said they'd yeah, they would kick, they would kick our cans if we did something wrong in the neighborhood, love and it, they were, they meant it. They yeah. Oh yeah, those old timers will still go. That's what I love about them. Thank you, Dave. They're twice the men of these baristas today. Paul Bensonville. Yeah, your your energy, the anger, the passion you have against Democrats for friggin' four hours a day, and I listen to you every day. Do you have somebody kicking you in the nuts? for four hours to keep this up i was born this way i sleep like this but i appreciate it brother it means the world to me i want you to have a good weekend and i know you're going to uh, pay homage to the unbelievable brother. thank you brother i appreciate it paul all right now let's go out with a little little something little something special not identical we celebrate veterans day on the anniversary of the armistice that ended world war one the armistice that began on the 11th hour of the 11th day of the 11th month. And I wonder, in fact, if all Americans' prayers aren't the same as those I mentioned a moment ago. 
for all we can ever do for our heroes is remember them and remember what they did and memories are transmitted through words we see these soldiers in our mind as old and wise we see them as something like the founding fathers grave and gray hair but most of them were boys when they died and they gave up two lives the one they were living and the one they would have lived when they died they gave up their chance to be husbands and fathers and grandfathers they gave up their chance to be revered old men they gave up everything for our country for us and all we can do is remember we will outlive the biden mafia we will beat the biden mafia not by pretending we're going to outvote them in their corrupt elections but by going to high ground and fighting back intellectually the law is our shield we're going to have to endure it being their weapon but we are america we are americans and we will win in the end everybody have a safe great weekend now it's time for the national anthem weekend if you're in chicago keep your head on a swivel there's a lot of democrats in that sewer talk to you on monday don't just have a great night have an american night